Hey everybody out in podcast land, it's David coming at you with another podcast. Well, it's Monday, November 2nd, 2020. And yesterday we had our first flurries of the year, snow flurries. And it's reminding us that snow is on its way. Cold weather is here and it seems like trouble is on the horizon. When I say trouble, it's old man winter. He likes to cause trouble. Likes to make your doors frozen, your locks hard to turn, your car cold when you get in, your windows frosted, just tons of trouble. So hopefully you're being prepared. You've worked on October to try to get yourself a little bit more security through the winter. Like I do, what I do is I try to put my stuff away for my gardening. I try to get my yard kind of organized because spring when it comes back, you don't want to be messing with that kind of stuff. So winter is here. And we're going to talk a little bit more about winter and some other things right after a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, thanks for coming back after those sponsors. Well, we're just going to have a small talk today. It's not going to be real theological or anything like that. But I just wanted to say that winter's on its way. That soon you'll have wet boots, wet socks, cold fingers, gloves that are wet, faces that are red and rosy, chapped lips, colds, runny eyes, runny noses, And a bunch of hair that's all messed up because you got hats on. Well, that's because winter's here. Winter showed up. If you live in Michigan like I do, and my family and friends, we understand that winter is a bad thing. It's one of the most beautiful things that you get to see around Michigan at points, but then it just kind of lingers on. It just kind of stays around and doesn't want to go away. That's a bad thing about winter. Seems like When it gets here, it's really pretty, that first snowfall that covers all the trees. Everything's just quiet. The sound's different. The nights are even brighter. Have you ever noticed when you walk outside in winter, it's really bright? Like right now, this time of year, it's kind of dark at nighttime. We just had a daylight savings time where we changed our clocks so we can get more daytime. But if you ever notice when you walk outside at this time of year, it's really dark. It's like the nights are really, really dark. Right after the first snowfall, something starts to happen. All that light from the sky at night, from the stars and moon start to reflect off the snow and it brightens everything up and it just seems like it's brighter outside. Another thing I'd like to see in the winter time, and I haven't been able to do this in the last couple years and I'm hoping to be able to do it this year is, you get a chance to check out the Northern Lights, the Aurora Borealis. When you look to the Northern sky in the evening times, and you start to see these green, blue, shimmering lights that move across the sky in streaks. It's almost like they're alive and just like, it's like a radar just moving across the sky and it just shimmers. That's the Aurora Borealis. That's the northern lights. That's the reflection of the light, the sunlights up in the northern poles off the ice caps and that we're seeing the reflection of it into the atmosphere and it's one of the most beautiful things that I like to see especially in the winter months when you get a chance to really look over that way the stars look really good too 
But there's other things that really I look forward to during this time of year. It's Thanksgiving is one of them. Being thankful for the things you have. But we can never forget what the real reason of Thanksgiving is for. It was because we had settlers that came over here to America and they settled here. They started this beautiful nation that we have. And not too long ago, they started an agenda to change our holidays, to rewrite them, to cause confusion. There's people in the government and in high places that have caused confusion all over the land. They've also caused people to believe lies. People are believing strong delusions right now. And depending on what side you talk to, the other one, the other side says that about one side, the other side says that about the other. Now that's the same thing with Christianity, folks. If you're in Christianity and you know the Word of God, you look outside and you see people that are totally contrary, different to the Word of God. And then you have a different revelation. But if you're in the world and you're looking at Christians, you're thinking they're crazy, they're kooky, they're following old traditions, they've lost their minds. It's almost the same thing. So the devil has learned how to cause confusion amongst people. And when you when you live that way and you act that way, you never get anything accomplished. You'll never work together. You'll never have anything. One thing about the country I live in called the United States of America, in the name it's called United States. The United States. The problem comes in when you have states that are divided. If you ever notice the states that are causing the trouble, just do some research on the states. It's the same way within the church. There's always a couple people. They usually have a, a huge amount of power and they, they have the loudest voices because they complain the most. They talk the most. They cause trouble the most. And they're the ones that cause division in the house of God. Same way with the United States. There's big states that have big populations. They're of a certain party and all they do is cause trouble for all the other ones. They put out propaganda and they, they change the schools to teach different things too because they call people names they say all kinds of things about you degrading you and they get you feeling bad and then you just don't want to get involved in nothing you don't want to do anything because who wants to get involved when they're being put down called names saying they never do anything right and that's the agenda folks that's the agenda of the enemy to get you to not be effective to get you not working for a cause not getting involved and if you look at the causes that you believe in all of us have causes we believe in. We all believe in something. But what motivates you to do what your cause is asking for? If your cause is Christianity, what motivates you to be a witness? What motivates you to get people to believe in the God that you serve? Now, you got to remember, God didn't call you by beating you up and punishing you and telling you all the things you're doing wrong. If that was the case, you probably never would have showed up to Jesus. You never would have asked for him to help you. Instead, you probably realized that your life was miserable, that you can't do it anymore, that you need help. And so you look to God to help you. You asked him. You said, Jesus, help me. You didn't say, Jesus, punish me. You didn't say, Jesus, come and correct me. You didn't say all those things. But you said, help. I need help. And then you probably said these words, because this is something that you have to do as a Christian. Please forgive me. Please forgive me, God. And you search for him to forgive you. And you ask him. And at some point, God says, I forgive you. I'll wash away your sins. I'll give you another chance. Well, I'll leave that thought there. And I want you to know that another holiday I really look forward to is Christmas. I can't wait for this Christmas because I have a new family. I have a new wife. 
new kids that are part of my family. And I just can't wait to be around the Christmas tree and around the festive part of it. So I'm really looking forward to some great times this year. Even though we came out of a summer that had disaster, the flood was disaster. It's the second major disaster I've been in in three and a half years. Like I'm not talking little disaster. I'm talking like major earth shattering, life changing disasters. Two of them within three and a half years. Two major floods have happened to me and my mom and my house have destroyed everything we've had twice. And so out of that, I came out of that to have a family now. And God has blessed me in a mighty way, which I'm so excited. I can't wait to see what this year holds. So I'm looking forward to not a dark winter. This is not a dark winter. Whoever says it's going to be a dark winter is totally wrong. They're blind. They're worldly and they're lost. Because it's only as dark as you want it to be. If you know Jesus, your winter should be bright. Your festive time should be happy. And you should love people with the joy that Jesus loves you. And with that, I want you to think about this holiday seasons that are coming, Thanksgiving, being thankful for the country we're in, for the settlers that came here, the Christians that came here to settle this place, Christopher Columbus and the rest of them, and the pilgrims that were here that sat down and talked to the Indians and worked out an agreement. I want you to be thankful for that. I want you to be thankful for Christmas, for uh, a God that was born. And we all know that the date isn't correct. But that's not why we celebrate December 25th. We don't just we don't celebrate that day because that's the day that Jesus was born. We celebrate that in remembrance of the baby that was born unto us and was given to us and the celebrations that we do. Get out, bless somebody today, be a good Christian, and with that, God bless. Hey, thanks for listening to this podcast. I really appreciate my listeners out there, my sponsors, and those that support me. I want to thank you for everything you do, and I want you to get out and be a blessing to somebody today. And with that, God bless.